Guess what time it is? Friday Jams! Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, everyone? Welcome to this Friday Jam Session. Super excited you're here. And if you haven't heard me say it before, I'm going to say it right now. This is probably one of the highlights of my week because I get to hang out with some cool people every single Friday and answer some really awesome questions. Now, you might be asking, Scott, how do I get my question answered? Well, all you need to do is become part of our Take Action crew. How do you do that? Very easy. Head on over to TakeActionCrew.com. It's totally free, and we do it every single Friday, and it is a blast. So what you're about to listen to is one that we did last week. So this way here, even if you can't attend, you can always show up here to the Rock Your Brand podcast and listen to our live jam session. All right, guys, so sit back, relax, and let's jam. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Friday Jam Session. I am fired up, as always, because I get to hang out with you if you're listening or if you're watching. And yes, I do have a cup of coffee today because it's our coffee talk or it's our Friday Jam Session. All right, so today, what are we going to talk about today? Well, there's a question that comes up a lot whenever we're building out our niche properties or a site and uh, we start putting content on there and it's fairly new. We want to know. When and should we start adding affiliate links to our content? Because believe it or not, sometimes uh, you will start adding this stuff or start focusing on this stuff and you shouldn't really even be focusing on affiliate products yet. All right. And I'll explain what that looks like, but I'm also going to give you like what you should be doing for your first six months anyway, regardless. All right. So Let's just kind of dig in. Let's say, for example, you're starting a brand new uh, niche property, all right, and you're starting from scratch. Let's say that you're already through and uh, or through the the niche validation process. Let's say that you've you've identified a niche, you've validated that it's got good traffic, that it's got good numbers as far as monetization, and there are some affiliate products or offers that you could potentially promote. Let's say that you're there, you're starting to publish content. Let's say that you have about 10 articles posted on the site. Should you be including affiliate products? Well, yes and no. Here's what I mean. I know it's kind of confusing. First off, if you're writing a piece of content in the very beginning on any of your articles or any of your topics, I would strongly recommend going after and creating information, informational only content. Can you catch bass in a pond? Can you catch bass with rubber worms? That type of stuff, right? Can you use plastic needles when uh, crocheting? Something like that, right? Question-based content. Now, here is what you can do. Let's say that uh, you have identified that there is a, let's go with the crocheting thing. I have no idea about crocheting. I know nothing about it, but let's just say that we were going into that. And let's say that we wrote a piece of content that was, can you use uh, plastic needles to crochet, right? 
if I'm going to write that piece of content, I'm going to be talking about products, probably plastic needles, right? Maybe some other tools. I don't know what else you need for crocheting other than those needles or whatever. But let's just say I was talking about those needles. Let's also say that I've identified that there's products selling, whether it's on Amazon, whether it's on eBay, whether it's on Etsy, whether it's on a private uh, person site that offers an affiliate commission, like whatever it is. Yes. If I mention a pair of needles in there, then I'm going to probably link to an affiliate product. Why not? Okay. Now little uh, note here. If you are putting your affiliate links inside of your uh, content, you do need to make sure that you have the disclaimers on your site. You know, so this way here, you're you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be as an affiliate. And every affiliate program is a little bit different, but for the most part, and you want to research, make sure that you're doing, you know, following all the terms of service, Amazon has their own. You want to make sure that you're putting it on your site so people know that when they're there, they can see that if you are uh, recommending products that you're compensated for it as well, okay? So again, not a legal advisor. All the affiliate programs are uh, different, so make sure that you do your homework there, okay? But if you're writing that piece of content, you might have three mentions of needles or different types of needles for crocheting. I think that's what they're called. I don't know if that's knitting or crocheting. I don't know. Um, there's probably a term for them. But as I'm mentioning those, I'm not like, click here, check out the needles. I'm not doing that. All I'm doing is I'm mentioning throughout that piece of content, various needles, or I might even just be mentioning plastic needles for crocheting. And that right there, I would highlight and I would create a link that would go to a product that was the best product for that thing, right? So that's how I would do it. Now, what I would not do in the very beginning is create a post dedicated to the five best crocheting needles in 2022. Like I wouldn't do that out of the gate. Down the line, yes, but I would lean heavy on the informational content side versus doing the other where it's all product-based, okay? All the product review stuff, okay? Number one, there's less competition for the informational stuff out there. It's easier to rank for in most cases. And then the other thing is, is, you know, Google has kind of frowned upon having sites that are just dedicated to product reviews. So let's not do that. Let's just, we can still weave it in, but I wouldn't worry about doing that right out of the gate. Okay. But you can add those affiliate links. Now, one little thing here, and it's always changing. So I'm going to give you what I know right now, uh, or at least what I think I know right now. It, uh, if you're having, um, if you're an affiliate for Amazon, um, they have some type of rule there that if you don't sell three products, like three affiliate products within a certain time frame. And I don't know if it's 30 days or 60 days. If you don't, they will actually suspend your account. So you might want to be careful with putting or signing up for Amazon associates yet until you start to get some traffic or if you have an email list or something like that, because you are going to need to get those sales, right? You're going to have to show them that as an Amazon associate, you're actually getting sales and you're not just getting your account and it's sitting there. Um, so that's something that they do. I don't know about Etsy. I don't know about eBay. If they do that or not, you'd want to look into that. Um, but if you do like a private network, let's say that you find an affiliate product for uh, maybe it's a, uh, a crocheting class and maybe you're talking about, you know, learning how to crochet and you mentioned the course or something and it's on ClickBank they don't have any stipulations there as far as like, oh, if you don't sell one within 90 days, you can't sell it. 
they don't really care. So you can do that. And by the way, if you haven't checked out ClickBank, I would check them out and see if there's any digital products there that you think are good for your market. And that would be something that I would weave in there. I would even maybe put it on maybe my sidebar or put it somewhere on the site once you start getting traffic. But the other thing that I don't want to do is I don't want to bog the site down. I don't want to put a whole bunch of like affiliate uh, images. I don't want to, I don't want to weigh it down. I don't want to load up those sidebar. I don't want to load it up with just a whole bunch of things to bloat the site when I don't have that much traffic to begin with. The main thing that we want to do in those beginning months is we want to get traffic. And the easiest way to get traffic is to go after low competition keywords, long tail keywords, these question type based posts, and just do a bunch of those. Like I would do a content blitz of at least 30 and try to get those out the door as soon as possible. And that could be within your 30 days. It could be within 60 days, 90 days, but you want to get a lot of content up as quickly as you can. Because what that also does is it gives your site relevancy. And I talked about this before. Really, really important is moving forward is we want to start letting Google know what our site is discussing, what it's about. And by creating 30 plus articles, you're going to allow that, you know, their, their bot to actually scrape the site and start indexing and then start to know what the site is about. So I wouldn't worry about forcing and, and trying to put affiliate links in there and really focusing on that, I would just as passively you're writing, if you see there's a spot that you're talking about a product and there's an affiliate program that you're signed up for, yes, include that link. I would not actually use images because the more images you put on there, it could slow the site down unless you're using some type of um, tool, which SiteGround has a built-in tool. Um, I don't think HostGator does. Um, I, I know they don't, uh, you have to have a plugin. There's a bunch of plugins out there that allows you to do it, but I would just, I wouldn't focus on the, the affiliate side in the beginning. I would focus more on the informational content. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to end it right there. As far as the answer to that question, we're going to open it up for some Q and a, and I know I've got at least one question here, guys, if you do have any other questions, drop it in the comments for me. Um, and I will just let this kind of roll for the podcast. So this way here we can answer, um, that we can answer these. Um, okay. So here's one, this is a good one. Is Amazon the best affiliate to start with? How long do you have to get, uh, click on it? Okay. So, and I think what this question is, is kind of what I just talked about. So number one, is Amazon the best affiliate to start with? Uh, I would say it can be, uh, because there's a whole bunch of products, right? And everyone loves Amazon. So it's easy to convert. Okay. It's easy to convert because they're familiar with the site. So when they click on a link from your site and they go over, you will, um, usually convert better. The downside, the downside is that you only get like 3% commission. So if you sell something for a hundred bucks, you get three bucks. Okay. Not terrible, but it's not that great. Now, if you what I would do though, is I would start looking at uh, different either sites that you find that are already promoting products or that are, you know, running ads and things like that. And I'd start to see what people are being shown. And then that way there, what I can do is I can say, Hey, you know what? Uh, maybe they have an affiliate program that I can sign up for. And I actually did this in, uh, in two different instances. Um, and what I did is I went over to the site and here's a, here's a little Here's a little tip for you. If you go to someone's site, usually what you can do 
there's two things you can do. Number one, scroll all the way to the bottom, look in the footer at all of their links. And usually you'll see a spot there that says either partners or it'll say affiliates. Okay. Or the other thing you can do is take that company name and then just add affiliate to the end. Uh, like you're looking for an affiliate program. And then you'll see anything that has been indexed in Google um, that might lead you to their page uh, about being an affiliate. The other thing you can do is just reach out to the company and ask them and say, hey, just wondering, do you offer an affiliate program? That's it. Um, so is Amazon the best? Not really. It's not really. Not as far as like what money you're going to earn from a sale. Um, you know, everyone kind of gets all excited because they're like, well, you get credit for 24 hours of that shopping cart. And if someone has a treadmill in there for $2,000, you'd get 3% of that. Okay. But for the most for the most part, that's not happening. That's not really happening, right? If someone puts a book in there for, you know, $9.99, you get, you know, 3% of that, not much, right? So I would strongly recommend trying to look outside of that. But again, I wouldn't make that my primary focus in the very beginning. If you don't have at least 50 pieces of content up, I would not even start thinking about that. I would just keep creating that content over and over and over again, okay? Um, Oh, and Kyle says, yes, I do this looking for affiliates all the time. Yeah, it's great. You know, and the thing is, is what the one thing I would do is I would definitely look at uh, ClickBank for sure uh, and just see if they offer any products over there. And the thing is with ClickBank, if you do find a product, make sure that you do your research to make sure it's a good product. You might even want to buy the product. And then just that way there, you can actually do a full out review of the product. Uh, okay. So the other question is, should we wait for a certain amount of traffic? before link affiliate. No, you don't have to wait for any, if you're only putting a link in there, number one, that's not going to make the site heavy. It's not going to hurt your site. Uh, but you have an opportunity for someone to go over and purchase something, but I would only do it as passively going through. I would not, you know, as you're writing it, I would see where it would make sense, but I would not spend a ton of time trying to weave it in so I can get that mention. It's just, if it, if it's naturally being said, put the link in there, link to it, be done with it, hit publish, move on to the next. Um, so that's what I would say there. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So, uh, Scooby life says sometimes the affiliate info is in their FAQs. Yes. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. You're absolutely right. Um, and going back to the, should we wait for a certain amount of traffic before we, we put an affiliate link in there? Uh, if you are going to start creating posts and articles that are product review based, yeah, I would wait. I would wait until I got over the 5,000 page views per month, honestly. I do not want to slow down my traffic potential because I'm bloating the site with images or you know, plugins because there's plugins out there that will allow you to pull in from the API on Amazon or eBay or any of those. And what happens then is it bloats the site, meaning it slows it down. Um, also when Amazon or I'm sorry, uh, Google is looking at the site and scraping it. If it starts to see a whole bunch of affiliate stuff on there, they're going to classify your site as a review site. And then they could, I don't know if it'll happen to everyone, but it could hurt your ranking ability. So that's why I would be careful with that. Uh, another, let's see, quick question here. Any other questions? Drop them in there. Um, okay. So, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, do I have an affiliate or do I have an offer uh, for an affiliate course? Like, do I do any affiliate training? No, I don't. Um, and the reason is, is because that's not my specialty um, and it's not something I'm focusing on. 
to be honest with you. Um, now we do cover that, how to create a product-based post. We have that inside of our uh, niche properties class and inside of our content creation challenge. And uh, you can actually see that inside of there. Actually, Chris Schaefer went and wrote a full-out product-based post and showed you exactly how to do that. So Salma, I think you are part of our, uh, well, I, I know you are, you're inside of the uh, the niche properties class. So that is in there for you. So I would go through that. That's all that you need, right? And as far as identifying them, again, I just gave you what you need to do there. Just look at the sites and, uh, and find the affiliate or the partner link or go to ClickBank or, uh, you know, reach out to that, that business if you want to promote some of their stuff. Um, but I wouldn't spend a ton of time there. If you do not have 50 articles posted yet, then I would not focus my time looking for affiliates right now. I just wouldn't worry about it. Um, and then the last thing here is because I did mention, and I don't know if this, this was on the podcast or not, but I mentioned it before I actually started recording. Um, is that I'm getting my booster today. So it says, I got my booster Monday. This is the first time I wasn't super, super sick uh, 10 to 12 hours later. Uh, what I did different was take three Advil every four hours for 36 hours. I have been super tired since though. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing you're going to get tired. So hopefully not, but we'll see. And uh, yeah, that'll be happening uh, this afternoon. So I have I know that has nothing to do with affiliate stuff, but hey, we got to talk about that stuff a little bit. Well, we don't have to, but we just did. All right, guys, that is our Friday jam session. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me on this Friday. If you're listening to this and this is your first time attending our Friday jam session, whether it's on the podcast or whether it is live, uh, go ahead and uh, visit takeactioncrew.com. You can see some past coffee talks there. There's a cool little search feature there that you can search through all of the last, uh, I forget how many, over a hundred now. Uh, and you can sort them uh, by what you're looking for. If you want to uh, get updates and you want information from me sent right to your inbox, head on over to takeactioncrew.com. Got some cool stuff planned. And generally every week I send out some emails and uh, I give you stuff that I'm working on, that I'm learning. And uh, and a little bit of inspiration is, is kind of sprinkled in there as well. So guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Have an awesome, amazing day. Take care, take action, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys. All right. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that Friday jam session. And like I said in the beginning, if you want to attend one of our live Friday jam sessions, all you need to do is head on over to takeactioncrew.com. That is where we show up every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And you can join us. You can ask a question and then uh, I can answer it and we can go ahead and also publish it here on the podcast. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week. And until next time, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand. Oh, and one last thing. If you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable. Five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. 
He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people, and it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.